Sort of dead down the drain. Hello there, hello, hello, hello. Your unfriendly podcast hosted by myself, John, and resident doctor of sensuality, Dr. Wilson. Good evening. What level are you again? Level three. Level three sensuality. Yeah, man, in an uncertain world, it's good to know things stay the same. It's good to know. As long as you've got the bit of paper there, I mean, you know, the world's uncertain, but you know, you slap them down a certificate with level three sensuality written on it. I mean, nobody, I wasn't thinking about that. Nobody can argue with that. Some things just stay the same in an uncertain world. Dildos, they'll always be the same. There's a certain size, shape. Mm. Yeah. What about, like, evolution? I mean, if the vagina evolves, <laughs> you know, the dildo will have to evolve. <laughs> No, it's not going to happen soon. No. The dildo will always stay it's the out, same. outside of your time frame, is it? Yeah. It's not going to be around that long. <laughs> <laughs> it will be there, pleasuring women for the end of time. Same shape, everything. I wonder what what shape the vagina could. Nature could. dictates. So, like, the, the conditions of the game dictate the rules, is that what you're saying? Yeah, man. It's just... <laughs> it's that. It is an uncertain world. Is the it's just getting too technical. What's the matter? Like you sound troubled. Is this something? I just, do you know what? It is? I was in the town today, and I just noticed all the shops were like shutting down. And uh, you know, I walked into this shop and that shop, and walking around there's empty shop fronts, and everything is going on online. You know, people are just not going to interact with each other. Mm. You know, it's just not right. It's not right. So. What you're saying, people just prefer to stay at home than, than venture into town. Exactly. Well, this is Sunland, I mean. I feel like that. What's up? But it's happening everywhere. Everywhere you go, everything's changing. It's too t- every, there's no interaction, you know what I mean? It's just no people, there's no interaction with people anymore. It's always it's all texting and, mm. you know, on the, on, the, on the internet and buying stuff off the internet and sending things back off the internet. And it, it, there's no... There's no pleasant. No sensuality. There's no sensuality anymore. But you are confident the vagina is going to remain in the same form. That's for why it. I like to know that the dildo will remain the same <laughs> for women, you know, forever. Well, you know, I suppose that's like a spiritual anchor, isn't it? Is that kind of a, you know, is that is that your sanctuary? Knowing that <laughs> is that, that is that my sanctuary? <laughs> yeah, I think it's the every dildo. man's. It's a, no, no, <laughs> it's where the dildo goes. It's every man's sanctuary, isn't it? <laughs> You know, I, think it is. I listened to like the last um, show we did, and we, did you realise we spent like basically most of that just talking about penises? I mean, it's well, kind it's, of it's, we've just flipped it and we've just put it yeah, on the other topsy turvy, 
it's kind of like I don't know. It, 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 it kind of affected us, really. I was listening to that thing, and there's something, something bloody not right there. Like, no, there's a man talking about penises. On is it better to talk about vaginas and dildos? I kind of feel unqualified, really. Ah, you are right, the man. little experience I've, I've had. You know what to do. You know what to do, <laughs> man. Well, with Every you, man does. It's just that it's nature. Well, see, I've seen your instructional videos. I've, I've yeah. Yeah, it's there to be I just watched. Took a lot of me direction from that, really. <laughs> There's no artificial toys used in that <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> but it looked like it was made out of cocoa ball, or Wilson. I mean, uh, that's a, that's an exotic hardwood, and you're telling us that was your own flesh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just blessed. <laughs> <laughs> you had it polished to a mirror finish as well. Is that what's a pledge or something you used? <laughs> It's more of a... Um, beeswax. Beeswax. <laughs> <laughs> natural. Keeping it natural. Yeah, I've got the one. Doing a bit for the environment. Yeah. Not, maybe not bees. Maybe a French polish. <laughs> a subtle French polish. We're going back onto that now. Come on. We're, what? We've gone back onto penises. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, <laughs> I'm looking at the Christ. clock now. It's like 5.35 now. Just come at the 5.35. and I've talking about dildos. I mean, if you think clocks. 40 seconds, that was the intro as well. I mean... It's, it's, it's pathological penis talk. This um, this podcast, like, should we get a should we get a question now, John? No, 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 no. This is the introduction. You know, we've got to set the scene for, like, you know, right? Yeah, I kind of just. Thought, yeah. I mean, you reach into that pineapple of truth, there, and it, I guarantee half of those questions are about penises. To be honest with you, so Can you guarantee that. Just trying to, like, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I was up all night. I'm just trying to give the listener a bit of a break, really, from all the cock talk. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, one thing that happened quite recently to both of us is uh, we got a little bit older, didn't we? Yeah. I mean... Uh, do we really have to talk about this? Yeah, we do. I mean, I'm not going to say to the listener exactly when our birthdays were, but they're very close to each other, and yeah. uh, we normally we normally meet up, don't we? And yeah. a bit of debauchery ensues. That's to be done. Well, I remember... It's like the death of the, you know... Of the age that's passed, it's not like the uh, you know celebration of the the next year. It's like it's more of like a mourning process, like a it, it is. Yeah, grieving. it's like a grieving process of the year that's just you know. <laughs> well, when I look gone. in the mirror, I thought that's exactly what I'm going through. Like I just think, do you who think the fuck uh, is that? Do you know every time you have a birthday, what do you do? Do you look forward to the next year or do you look back on the year before oh, the year that's passed? That's a good question. I don't really. Yeah. I'm not that type of person. I don't like. Um, I don't think about the future or the past. Really, I just live in the moment. I don't really plan ahead that much. You know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not like a, um, a wrecking ball of life. But uh, I look at my belt and uh, see the notches on my belt that I used to use uh, that I don't use anymore. So you feel you, you you think about the past when you used to be slimmer, like you know, uh, I do. Troubles yeah. You. I suppose I do. I mean, you can't help but look at yourself and think, what there's the hell's picture, going on there? There's a picture in my bathroom of me when I was 19-year-old, right? A kid knew that. Who took that, like? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Where but, is your uncle, Jimmy? <laughs> and there's a picture. I've got it. It's in there. And I just look at it and just think, Jesus, man, I wasn't that bad. You know what I mean? When, you, when you're that age, you think, oh, man, I'm, you know, I don't look like this. I, don't like I looked at it and I thought, Jesus, he was slender. Are you talking like comparatively? On reflection, I looked. I looked crisp, man. I looked good. (laughs) 
you know, if I go back to those days, I would. And then, like, but then this morning when I got up, when I got up this morning and I, and I looked in the mirror, I just thought, Jesus Christ, look at the state of you. What's happened well, over these years? I mean, it's, and then when I get another birthday, it's just, my God, it's going to be even worse next year, man. Well, it is, yeah. It's, it's, my body's deteriorating in a, in a rapid fashion, you know. How much, um, what, what, what time have I got left, John? You know, well, what's it's all, happening to it's us? All, it's all down to your, your lifestyle, really. I mean, that's what they say, isn't it? You know, you can, av- you can avoid a lot of um, aging, the aging process, and it's just you've How got to keep you yourself in good nick. Well, I, I've, I've tried to over the past... Two, two, or, two or three months, you know, and I think like two <laughs> on the th- run up to your birthday, two, two, three so, months like exercising is going to so help us. Health for you is like when you know when like like someone wants a beach board, they think I'm going to be in a beacher in two weeks' time. I'll go to the gym and on the treadmill like four uh-huh. times. You're thinking, well, I'm going to die in like sixty or seventy years. So sixty, what the hell oh, am I talking geez. about? <laughs> I'm happy so, now. Sorry, yeah. So I know what you mean. Like so, uh, like two weeks of gym work is going to like cancel out like nearly forty years. Just absolute destroying myself yeah. through alcohol and food. Yeah, yeah. Smoking. Sorry about my maths. I'm uh, never of me thought there, but I think uh, that sounds quite that's all right. That, like, if that's true. <laughs> I'm just trying to flatter you, really. <laughs> so you come back. Um, well, I, I mean, so I'm just on a downhill thing. So, like, we, you know, you're getting older, and I'm thinking, I'm, am I going to be like? I'm, I must be getting more mature. I must, I must be getting sensible as I get older. You know, and. Uh, all I remember you is can't, no. I think it's the other way around. You all, know, the, all I remember from this birthday that we shared was uh, rolling around on the floor, squealing like a pig at like four thirty nine in the morning. Five o'clock. Four, you, was it four thirty nine? Yeah. Was you were in the kitchen making an Irish stew. I, I was. Yeah. It was I, bizarre. I, I needed to get it done. It was a bizarre setup. You were crying on the floor, and I was cooking food. That, that, what does that say about us too, as people? I know, but you like. I'm the one who's supposed to be worried about the birthdays. It's your birthday and you were screaming like a baby, rolling around on the floor. But you, you, you <laughs> and I was, I, was, I was in the middle of a complex recipe. You drank a full bottle of rum, though. What possessed you to go and start like an elaborate meal, such as a, like a stew? You know what I mean? Like Most people haven't got the faculties together to like make a sandwich. It just goes to show what uh, rum does to people. Get creative. Yeah, in the kitchen. It's like... Um, is it Ernest Hemingway used to, like, he was a big alcoholic and he used to, he used to just, like, his most creative... Was he um, a good chef, was he? Well, his most creative moments were when he was, like, riddled with rum and uh, he used to write in the local bar, I think. So maybe, maybe so that's your column. So my... So when I'm really, really drunk, I get creative and, like, create lovely meals. And when you're really, really hammered, you, you, you're, like, screaming on the floor. I was just wriggling like a worm and just squealing like um, he was well, like man, a pig. So funny, <laughs> weird old setup. It was, it was, it was. I can, I can really remember that. Mm. You were just screaming on the floor. And well, then, well, I don't know. You, you tell me. I mean, you, you know, when you've you gone do- past that like eleven pint limit that people have. Oh my god. When you get to like eight and nine pints, I think I've gone past the eleven hour limit. I think we, we drank for eleven hours, didn't we? Uh, yes. No, you did. Did I? I didn't. See, I keep me drinking to a short period, but like put a lot into it. Right. I really like uh, shock and all. Try my best. Shock and all. Shock and all in those like three <laughs> or four hours, <laughs> and just oh my god! And then at the end of it, make a lovely stew. 
I just tried to spread it out, but like basically I just ended up drinking heavily for nearly a, like half a day. It was your birthday though. <laughs> it was my birthday. Was your birthday. Yeah. It was it like a significant, this is a significant year really, isn't it? Thinking about it. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a penultimate year, isn't it? You know, it is like, the last year in the... Thinking Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, when you move into a new, if you do a survey or something, I'm moving into a new column on a survey next year. So it's that type of thing, isn't it? You know, like you're on the treadmill and you're running at the gym and you look down at the, the scale, it says what heart rate you should be in and it's got like 35, see, 25. Yeah, me and you do this, I'm moving, right? I'm moving up a notch on the treadmill as well. It's like... See, I should be... I've got, got to watch my heart rate when you hit 40. Yeah, no, you don't really because like, we, we, we do go on the treadmills and I'm standing next to you and your, your heart rate is significantly lower than mine. You know, and I'm just walking. You know, you're running. I can't run very well. For medical reasons, which I'll say, and mine is in the uh, when you look down at that heart rate chart for your age, mm. I am in the like in the, the danger high, zone. I mean, I am in the danger zone. It's like you know, this like you know, normal, unhealthy, high. Call it. How are you alive? Seek assistance. You know? Yeah, ring, ring, ring for assistance. Well, I mean, I, I feel good. I feel good afterwards, though. You know, I'm, I mean, like. We do go to the gym together. That's something that we started doing last year because we thought, like, we'd get a bit fitter. But um, I didn't realise how suave you were. I mean, like, I know, like, someone who, like, if you go to a fancy restaurant and you say, like, oh, can I have the house wine? You know, and the, you know, it's a bit of a suave move to do. But, like, when we walked in the gym together, you turned around to the attendant, you said, can I have the house defibrillator? Yeah. And I thought that was, like... Yeah, and... Uh, I thought, wow. Uh, what percentage This is guy's that? next level. What percentage is that? And is it soft and fruity? <laughs> what does it taste like? A fruity defibrillator. A defibrillator that's fruity, yeah. Like, uh, Could have a, yeah. What is it? I mean, if I did collapse, I mean, if there's if there's any any time that I'm going to pass out or have some sort of heart attack, it is going to be on that treadmill, really, isn't it? It's going to be an absolute mess. Me falling down, my yeah. face is going to smash onto the uh, treadmill and I'm going to be flung off the back. I mean, you're quite focused when you're running. You might not even see us go, you know, and then what's going to happen? Well, you're saying I'm focused when I'm running. I mean, I look forward, but, you know, I look forward, so I look at the the screen in front of us. You think, you, you think of me flying off on the... On well, the, I, will you periphery scatters? What, what I figure is, if I say, uh, I don't want really, If you die, I want to finish me run before I notice you, like, lying on the floor you, dying. You must get your 300 calories in. Yeah. <laughs> you burn 300 calories. I mean, um... That could be... I mean, it's you, a bloody inconvenience. Somebody else has sort us out, you know. Well, I can't do it. I don't know what I'm doing. Well, you just ring for assistance. Get the uh, how's con- defibrillator? Get the concierge involved. <laughs> <laughs> what a shit place to die, though. I mean, <laughs> you think of the gym's pretty naff gym? Gyms, gyms are pretty naff places to die, like that. You think it's a bad place to die? Well, you think of all the different places you could die. You know, you could, you've got the extremes, haven't you? You've got like the battlefield or a, or a murder scene if you were a victim of a murder. And then you've got the old cliche of being like a, a billionaire who's got like a Swedish 19 year old like hooker on, he's on top of him and he goes out with a heart attack. I mean, there's a whole, or there's, you know, the family man who's got his like, his big family around him and he's in the hospital. Yeah, he's, and, he's like slipping, not, not even in the hospital, you know, in the bed. They've all own, come to see him. Bed and... Yeah, you know, there's various ways to die and to die in Shit. a, in a, in a, 
in a 15 quid a month chain gym at like half 10 at night with no, no with only the cleaning stuff in you're my only hope John actually thinking about it oh, you're my only hope for survival see I, I don't want to give you mouth to mouth no you don't, they don't do that anymore they don't do it. That's that's an outdated thing. That is you it just, really? yeah, it is. You, you don't bother with that. You just bum 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 on the ribs, oh, on the heart, break the ribs if you have to. And uh, what does Vinnie Jones say? It's like on the staying alive. Da, 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 actually, got the beat. Actually, they do. That's it. They do play a lot of dance music in the gym, don't they? So yeah, fucking disco. Well, just imagine if they played like Adele. You know what I mean? Nobody <laughs> would survive for the beat be, of that. You'd be gone, like okay. Fucking hell. Adele's going to be the death of a lot of people in the gym. <laughs> See, like, I got back from this birthday weekend and um, I was, you know, it was a real bender. Like, I, I've, you know, I've, I've just got to put it out there. I was, I, I'm not getting any younger and to just, like, go through one of those, like, hellish binge drinking weekends at my age. Well, my was, ripe old age is a bit of an uh, ordeal, really. And uh, no, no, I it was it, fine. It's fine. You say, I, I decided to stop on the Saturday and you carried on on the Saturday mm-hmm. and on the Sunday I was fit as a fiddle and on the Sunday you were not as fit as a fiddle but still fit so oh thanks so um, you know I, I, I was a wreck when I <laughs> how I got long did back it take home. You? How long did it take you really to get yourself back to normal? Well, I was hitting life. I was, <laughs> I was really like, I was hitting the world around us. I was resentful of being old, and like, I looked in the mirror. You know, I got up one morning a few days later. I was like in a bad mood. And looked in the mirror, and I've got like a bloody um, suddenly like a, another ten or eleven grey hairs just suddenly sprouted at like the front of me hairline. I'm looking like, like Christopher I can't Watt. See these. I've, I've I've obscured them. I've tangled them. I've, I've, You've died, yeah. Have you died? I've your shuffled hair? the deck. Have you dyed your hair? Well, have you? I prefer to call it like um, selective um, coloration. I'm looking at your head now. Like I cannot see one grey hair whatsoever. It's dark in here. It's quite dark, like. But I mean, I've got grey hair, and it's see. It's, I'm looking it's at quite your prominent. I'm looking at your head, and I can't see a single hair. It's 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 dark in here, isn't it? It's really that's, dark. That's what I just said. That's what yeah, I just man. said. Come on, be honest. Have you tried yet? No, I haven't tried me here. Have you plucked them out? No, no. I just took it like a bloody man. <laughs> They've gone though, John. Isn't that amazing? Shabba. All right then. All right. Let's see what the pineapple of truth brings we'll forth this your, week. Your, yeah. Let's have a look. Oh wow! This is a this is a follow on subject. You know the pineapple of truth. Sometimes, um, what's this? What does it say? You're right. This is as bad as mine, man. Sometimes I think it, it knows more than it lets on, Wilson. What does it say? Okay, so first question or topic of discussion this week is: Which rock stars have truly beaten baldness? <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, right. So. Let, let, let's set the scene I, I guess you know you, you, you've got to look at a lot of ageing rock stars in this day and age like the Rolling Stones they're doing pretty well really the they've, all a, stakes, they've, they've all got a full fucking head of it they? What's that they're good? all in the late 70s as well aren't they? yeah fishy like isn't it so, suspiciously I mean, dark as well uh, is it Ronnie Wood the 
the rhythm guitarist. It's yeah, Ronnie. Well, he's like lead. No, he's a lead guitarist, Ronnie, isn't he? Ronnie. It's, it's Keith. It's Keith, there. Keith's rhythm. So yeah, I'm sure I've seen Keith. In, uh, Keith wears like a headscarf, doesn't he? Like a, a headscarf thing. and a hat. Yeah, he wears like a. I don't think he's got anything to hide. No, he don't give a shit, Keith. Does he? You know what I mean? Well, he Ronnie's, just Ronnie's got like a peacock. Didn't he go for some like Russian, you know, lass who was a waitress who was like who? nineteen? Ronnie, Ronnie. You know? he when he was like seventy. With that, well, with that head of hair, he you know he can have whoever he wants. I mean, it was it was suspiciously dark and that, but it did the trick. I mean, his face is absolutely a mess, but it's uh, deep, deep wrinkles. Is Ronnie, what's the question? Has Ronnie truly beaten baldness, or is that a wig? That's not a wig, is it? It's, I don't know. I don't think it is. I seem to remember him having quite thick hair. Yeah. I mean, think of like Rod Stewart as well. He's got like quite a lot of hair, hasn't he? Rod, he's the boy, isn't he, Rod? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, he he is. I mean, the women he's been with, man, Jesus Christ. He's just like, he just exchanges them every 10 years for some sort of younger, taller, blonde like swap, model. Swaps them out like a mobile phone. I mean, Christ's sake, man. He's, I mean, he, he's in his 70s, isn't he? And he's gone for a taller version of every time. So by the time he's like 90, he's be going up with this like seven and a half foot kit Amazon warrior woman, you know? And he'll still have more kids with him. I mean, he's got loads of kids with different women, isn't he? But they've all been like these stunning blonde women, isn't he? So you know? like... You know, a lot, so of, you think a lot of people swap swap them by age, but he's trying to double down and go by height as well. <laughs> they all get they get taller and taller all the time. So they really have never noticed. They get blonder and blonder. So, um, do you think that's down to his full head of hair? Has or he truly like, beaten baldness? Or do you think it's to do with his bank balance and his uh, rock star fame? Is it the hair? I think the hair's got a lot to answer for in rock. Like, you don't see many bald, successful musicians at all, do you? Really. Well, it's um, the more of a novelty than anything. When when you look out in general society, most people get bald when they get older. Like, don't they say like being bald is like a sign of virility and a? Uh, no, that's what bald know. people say. <laughs> that's yeah. That's like the bald war cry. That, but you know what I mean. If you just look at the, I'm dead tough. <laughs> just look at the Rolling Stones. You know, there's not much baldness on that stage. Like, what about another band? What about another rock star? Let's think of like the. Uh, what about women? Women rock stars, there's not a many. There's not many of them over bald. Susie Quattro, for instance, she's still got a full of hair. Well, women don't typically lose their hair to the extent that they go bald, though, do they? It's like it still happens, though. It does happen, but that will be more of like you know, to the. Um, but we're going to stick with the males, is it? What well, we're it's typically male affliction, like baldness. All right, let's think of a bald rock star, like REM. Guy, Michael Stipe. Yeah, he is. He's done all right. Well, he hasn't truly beaten baldness, has he? No, but he's, he's doing all right for himself, hasn't he? I mean, we haven't seen him for a while, though. You he's can read that away. question two, two ways, can't you? You can say, as a rock star who's kept his hair beaten baldness, well, yes, he has, but has a bald guy who's still successful, he's beaten baldness, hasn't he? He's, he's kept baldness at the door. Is it a problem? I don't think it's a problem. Well, I... I can't think it's a problem. Something does. You don't, but like uh, the paying public who buy records think it's a problem, don't they? Well, uh, do they? Do they, they don't they really say, line I'm, the I'm pockets gonna... of bald people. <laughs> do they? We've got to do. Must must do some sort of survey on this. You know, we don't know about the wig situation either. Do you think yeah, some of yeah. them wear wigs? Well, I would say, in view of the question, they haven't truly beaten baldness, have they? No, 
So nah, none of them want to go bald. The, the, Elton, the, John, the, Elton John wears a wig, doesn't he? Well, he's had hair transplant. He's had he's had the old implants, and he, you know, right. he's happy. He's happy, and he's he's marriage to that fella and his kids, and he's fifty thousand pound a month flower bill. He's happy. <laughs> I quite like the question from the um, perspective of like a bald man who's beaten baldness. I think that's more interesting, really. What do you mean? Who just said like fuck this? Man. I fuck but this. if you go for like. Rock stars obviously can't lose their hair because they lose the cool and the rockness. But actors, on the other hand, seem to thrive on baldness. On baldness, like a currency, like that. There's a lot of them out there, man. We go for Bruce Willis. He's a famous bald actor. He's happy with his baldness. He gets a few. He gets a bit of. He gets his tash on, did he? With say like. I get the feeling Willis went bald before there were any like kind of successful treatments, baldness treatments, because he went bald really young, didn't he? I remember him in that. Um, he got it off. He got it off. What was that series? Was he in a series with Kathleen Turner? Moonlighting. Yeah, was it Kathleen Turner? Uh, uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it might not be. You know, I might be getting that mixed up. I am. No, yeah, it wasn't Kathleen Turner. No, it was uh, was somebody else. Well, I can't remember. Yeah, I'd look it up, but I well, look, can't be bothered. You know, just look it up yourself, listener. You, you know, just go. He was happy with the whole situation. He's transformed himself. Yeah, but then <clears throat> look at look at someone from a similar generation like Tom Cruise. Now he's a freak, isn't he? He can't go bald, Tom. Hey, why does he look younger than me? And he's me dad's age. He's a, he's a millionaire, man. He's a multi multi millionaire. He has people to like. So has he? Is tr- like, he like, truly beaten baldness? Do you think he might be bald? Bald. Tom Cruise. Well, I know he's old. 100%. He's 100% old. Old, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Without a doubt, he's old. Hold on a minute. What, what do you, I mean, how old is he? He's only in his late 50, Tom mid 50s. Tom Cruise. Well, let's, let's, let's have a look. I, I reckon he's 50, He's 55 or something. 54. Oh, yeah. He's, I mean, he's, yeah, he's over 50. He's uh, a millionaire. He can dye his hair. He's got nutritionist. He's got he's got everything to keep him in trim and in shape. Yeah, but like, if it was as simple as what you ate, that would be common knowledge. For a guy on the street who's going bald, if it was just like, you know, eat more carrots or something, you know, we can do the that. The sale of carrots would go through the roof. Like, what is he eating? To like stave off the baldness, it's got to be something totally bizarre. Otherwise, we'd all be doing it. Is he eating like u- unicorn thing, horns or something? Or like check it out. Is he eating like Tyrannosaurus Rex, check like eyelash out. or something? What? How old's Tom Cruise? Yeah, we need to know how old he is. Tom Cruise, here we go. Um, well, the question was about rock stars, like, but I suppose we're in territory. He's a, he's been in the musical about rock stars, isn't he? See. You're, you're diluting the question, really, by straining the actor ground, because they can get away with being bald. They just get cast into different roles, don't All they? Right. We'll, we'll skip but there's the, not we'll many, skip. like, glam rock people. No, because, I mean, the hair in the 80s was the big thing, man. But oh, you're yeah. in your prime, man. You're 20-odd-year-old, man. Your hair's all over the place. You're rocking out. You're getting all the groupies. You're, you're riders, bumming drugs and drinking and everything. And then now, if you were a rock 54, star in the 80s... 54, he's 54. Well, Pat, you get rid of him. Look Who cares? Yeah. Bloody hell, look at that head of hair. Isn't that amazing? It's, it's a not it's one beautiful plume. Bloody hell. But anyway, so you're a rock star in the 80s. Let's go for Bon Jovi. Why has it got to... Say the thing is as well, why has it got to be 80s? I mean, that was the hair Because that thing. was the good big hair thing, wasn't it? Like a rock. Yeah. Hair, the hair was big. It was big hair. 
You I know? guess you're right. You can't really go off today's stars because they're still they're so nah, young that they won't be bored yet, will they? So, so and then the eighty stars. Now mm. they were still going. Yeah, who's still got? But Jovi's still got the full lock, hasn't he? You know what I mean? Has he? Uh, I haven't really looked at him that closely. I really. haven't really. Well, I'm just, I've just said, I've just said, just, just made decided. it up. Just made it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Billy Joel. Can you Joel. think? Can you think of one who has gone bald in front of us? I know, I know a guitarist. I know a guitarist who's made the transformation. And he just went for it. Satriani. Satriani, Joe Satriani. He had huge hair in the 80s, didn't he? Did, he? Massive. And he's gone for the complete <laughs> gone. And it's, uh, he's Aye. happy with it. He's beaten baldness because he, he couldn't have a shit. There you go. He plays the guitar so well, I mean. He's a rock star, Joe Satriani. If you don't know him, he is a rock star. What about, um, have you ever seen that Metallica documentary, um, Some Kind of Monster? Was that all about... Um, the singer, when he was, like, because he's an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Have you seen it? I've, yeah, I think I have, I, yeah. Well, Kirk, the guitarist, anyway, Kirk yeah, Kirk, was, Hammett. Kirk was looking a bit thin on top, like. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. So was the drummer. But again, so was, uh, yeah. there you go, if you're a guitarist. He's clinging on to it, though, isn't he? I mean, he's clinging, yeah. he's clinging on. When is the time to shave? Satriani thought, this has gone this, like, See, he's, he's beaten baldness because he's just, he's just embraced it. So, that's the answer to the question. Uh, uh, the, I think the moral of the story is if you if you're a bald guy in rock and roll, you've beaten baldness because you couldn't give a shit about it anymore. Yeah, fuck it. Well, dip in. What is the sexiest profession and why? The sexiest profession. This is a good one. This. Yeah. Yeah, I like this one. Let's just uh, let's just ponder this in silence. <laughs> <laughs> We've only got half an hour left. Is that long enough? Right. Okay. Sex is you, refreshing. I'm gonna have a very good. You're gonna have a think about it. I'll yeah. just I'll just talk. I'll right, just hold talk. On a I love a drink and I'll have a real good thing about this. Well, the sexiest profession is podcast now. I would have thought, you know, because basically, what you're doing it so. Yeah, yeah, we're doing it. It's dead sexy. <laughs> we're doing yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, right. Is this sexy? Is this sexy now? Is it the sexiest profession? As in, women find sexy or men find sexy? No, both. Both. You know, you know. I think there's a there's there's the stereotypical opportunities for men to be sexy. You know, like firemen and uh, like yeah, firemen. firemen what, like what's it, what's it about firemen like? I think it's I think it's the thing where like it's the fireman coming out of a burning building, like holding a puppy in one arm and a baby in the other, and that makes it, you think let's have sex. And it's like bringing you know it's like saving lives. The puppy and the baby, oh, Jesus Christ! You say if he's, I saw like risked his life. If I saw a baby and a dog, and I thought let's have sex, I'd find myself sitting in a cell next to fucking Savile, wouldn't I? Hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> This is uh, it's it's the thought of like risking your life to save people, isn't it? That's why the fire the firemen or fire women get there, you know, get that, you know, adulation. Like, wow, there's a fireman. He's in his gear, putting out fires. It's dangerous. It's risky. You know, people get killed. You know, and then when the Duke went to a burning building, and then they come out and they, they bring out like the survivors. You know, it could be a puppy or a baby or whoever. Yeah. 
that that too, if it was a man coming out with that too, a woman would think, my God. Well, would well, they? Because, I mean, think of the scenario. The, the fireman comes out of the building, he's got the baby and the dog, and um, there's a beautiful woman across the road. She goes, oh, God, you're my hero. I fucking hate dogs and babies. And Why did goes, you say uh, them? Is that what you mean? No, 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 no. She goes, um, she goes I'll put the dog down in the and the baby and come over and give us a kiss and he thinks oh my god I'm in here I'm such a hero I get paid a fortune you know I save lives and you know I've, I've got a act you know active sex life out of this as well and uh, he walks over and she goes bloody hell you stink of smoke and you're covered in shit you know that's not sexy right I mean obviously you would have some sort of shallow beforehand you know what I mean I mean fireman They've been through this scenario time and time. I mean, I've I've got an uncle who was who was a fireman, and he didn't go short, man. You know, I've been there on nights out when it's just that word. So, so what do you do for a living? I'm a fireman. Oh, I, oh my god! I was going to say, yeah. how did they know he was a fireman in a nightclub? Did he have to wear the bloody um, outfit all he the just, time? He like? just he just said it. Oh, did you he? Know? Women just like just thought, I'm a fireman. Honestly, I could say that I'm a fireman. But you should say it. <laughs> I think I think I will. I think you've just. You know, all, all those years you were in club and he never said that. Bloody hell, I've been a fireman for years. White watch. Shout out there, Uncle Dave. Uncle um, Uncle Dave. Yeah, I mean, so f- fireman's an obvious one, but um, I mean, the profession's... Is, it, a, is, is a doctor sexy? I, I think a doctor's, you know, think a shipman or something. or <laughs> You know, but like a, um, a doctor's not sexy because like they fiddle about with you, don't they? I wouldn't say a GP's sexy. Mm. Right, but if you're in the A&E, if you've got some sort of problem, and you get, you know, you wait for fucking hours, and then you you go through, and there's some because you always see, you're always seen by the when you get to see when you finally get to be seen by a doctor in A&E, it is always some. It's a student doctor, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's not the not the consultant or anything like that, and you know, sixty percent of the time it's a woman. And she can fix you. You're hurt. And she's going to fix you. Mm. You know, all these people work 90 hour weeks. They don't get time to eat. They're always slender. You know what I mean? Highly intelligent. That's kind of sexy, man. Sexy. I did think that I went to the doctors like recently and um, I, I sat down and, uh, you know, I, I haven't been to doctors for a long time, so I don't know who my GP is. I don't even know if the you know when you've got the family doctor. I don't the even know if that world. They're all over the place. The I, don't, I don't even who know if that world them? exists anymore. But um, you know, I went to the doctors. I sat in the in the waiting room, and my name got called eventually. And I went through. She she said, "Oh, you're with the doctor." You know, I'm not saying the name. Well, I knocked on the door. And the female voice said, "Come in." And um, I sat down, and well, I opened the door. And uh, it was a beautiful, um, beautiful woman, uh, long dark hair, same age as me, maybe a little bit younger, really like um, glamorous, intelligent person. And I was immediately, I was like, I thought, wow, you know, what an attractive person. And I sat down and, um, you know, she she said, uh, how are you? And, and, you know, I just started chatting, you know, a little bit of small talk and one thing led to another and, you know, I, I you know, I turned the charm on a little bit and, um, <laughs> famous charm, she, you know, and, uh, what did you say? I need to know. You know, I, I don't remember, but, um, she was like, 
she said, oh, I can't really, you know, this is against ethical, like, codes of practice. But um, <laughs> she said, oh, I will I will come from it for a drink with you. She said... Um, that's not, that's great. She said, I will come for a drink with you. And I, I said, oh, that's, that, that's great. You know, like, um, it, it, it's rare, really, under these circumstances to meet someone so attractive and... Um, Intelligent, intelligent, and beautiful as you, and I, I really look forward to the um, the time we're going to spend together. Wow! And uh, she said, yeah, "Okay." She says, "Well, you know, well, you know, we'll talk about that later." She says, "But like, why are you here today?" And I said, um, "I've got worms in me shit." She didn't think I was very sexy. She's got to be professional about this job. <laughs> I thought you were being sitting funny for a while. You know, you were losing a bit of weight, weight and everything. <laughs> I'm going to get yourself sorted out. So These you bloody went worms. And I tell you, did you go for that drink? It's I've started fishing. I need bait. <laughs> Listen, if she didn't go for a drink of you, there's something she's lost out. Yeah. She's lost out. Did you pull them out, though? <laughs> <laughs> like a p- little pile on the floor. No. Like a Mr. Whippy on the floor. So, I mean, that's potentially a, sex- a sexy um, op- occupation. But okay, we're, 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 getting off the, we're getting off the question here. That's a sexy, a sexy, sexy occupation, but uh, how are you ever going to pull a doctor? So, do you think politicians are sexy? Well, not really. Like, I mean... What's sexy about politics? Right. I thought just it was th- rock and roll for ugly people. That's what just, they say. Just think of this. So there's uh, there's been some scandals in the past where there's some, you know, you hear about this thing and you're like, oh my God, what is this? What, who do these people look like? And yeah, there's like some politics, sex, right? sex scandal. And um, they've been in the paper and the last has been saying, oh, he's a lovely guy. He's a little bit of a... You know, he's, he's got a heart of gold. Then you see a picture of him, right? And he's overweight. He's got a cold over. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, stop there. There's been a sex scandal. And the interview, the partner, well, and she says he's got a heart of gold. Right, okay. You've got to, he was out here, right? I'm All just right. getting through it, right? I'm just so, picking apart what you're saying here, I'm just trying to okay, say so he's got his, so he's overweight. He's got a comb over. He's, you know, he's a bit of a mess. You know, he's in his late fifties, and then he's then there's like a Tom Cruise, and like Tom Cruise, and then there's like <laughs> then there's the picture of the the lassies, you know, having an affair with into some nineteen year old nymphomaniac, you know, from Norway, and uh, you know, absolutely stunning, and they're like, oh, why, why, why are you doing this, you know? And I'm sure it's uh, because you know, obviously, politicians are it's, it's a very sexy profession, power. Power. power, isn't it? Power's sexy. Yeah, that's what it is. It's not uh, not the comb over. Power. I mean, what what what, what is power though? You know, it's just like money, it, isn't it? It's in, just money. In that in that scenario, would just would just say it's money, cash. Well, I mean, paying for it. Uh, when you're talking about power, I mean, ah, uh, uh, I had the PlayStation One, right, and um, I basically like went out with my credit card. And um, recently, and I upgraded to like a PlayStation Four, and uh, my girlfriend. Did, found you, did you go for the PlayStation One or the PlayStation Four? That's amazing. Yeah, I waited a long time, and and um, twenty years. And I was sitting like with it all set up in my pants. You know, I <laughs> rang in sick that day, right? 
and um, basically my girlfriend had left that morning and uh, she came back in half five at night and she came in and I was covered in like chocolate and crisps and I was sitting in a pair of Y-fronts <laughs> sweaty in front of the telly with my PlayStation 4 she'd never seen before and um, she said what the fuck's that have you not been to work today and uh, I said no I've just sat and played the PlayStation 4 all day and uh, she she didn't think power was very sexy then. Like no, no. I tried to explain. Oh, it's got like five times the amount of RAM and storage and all that. And yeah. You can get on the internet and stuff. You're not, but you're not but a politician. She, 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 didn't, were, she didn't respect if you power. Were a counselor, and you were doing that. You would have had a different end in that story. Do you know what I mean, counselor? If you worked for the government, Aye. and you were doing that. Then she would have thought, well, Jesus, sexy. he's a counsellor, so he's I got get, power. If I get myself a job as like a, um, like a, a tax officer or something, is that sexy because I work for the government? I think you need to be some sort of public figure. I think public being a public figure, that's where the power is, isn't it? You know, being on the TV... Oh, that was, a, that was, that was... <laughs> Sorry about that, we just had to like edit it there because there was a like smoke billowing out... Um, Everywhere in this little room, but yes, yeah, well, we can sort this out though. It's totally in compliance with all the health and safety regulations. Of course. Yeah. yeah, power. Well, I mean, she didn't. She didn't think the power of the PlayStation Four was sexy, but like, are you saying local government power is uh, a sexy thing? Because I don't see many. Like, you know, when I, I get the Sunland Echo, and you know, it says like your local council has promised like a new um, traffic light outside the post office. I'd never see like a, a nineteen-year-old Swedish, like model with him. No. Do you remember what Although I? Although he's got the, he's got the power to like control traffic on the main high street. He, yeah, he doesn't have the councillors. No, I don't like them actually. No, I remember having an argument with one. Yeah. Well, I was having a civilized drink in a civilized place, talking to a civilized councillor, <laughs> and it was all to do with a. It was all to do with you. Do you remember this? It was all to do with a sex shop. All right. Right. <laughs> Hang on, I, I've never had a sex shop, I mean. No, no, and I was saying, hold on a minute. He was going, this is all wrong, this is wrong, and I was going, hold what on What sex a is wrong? Well, that's what I said. I says, how is this wrong? I says, how is this wrong? I won't mention his name. And uh, he says, I have, a, he was the actual, he was, you know, he said, I have a moral duty to save people from themselves. <laughs> and I was going, when, when is, how is sex wrong? I says, how is a shop to enhance sex wrong? What's wrong with you? You know what I mean? And he was in the position of power. Right, politicians, no, politicians are off the... Off the, off the it's not sexy. Like, not sexy. He, he, Hang on, well, so we've got... So the, the politician decided that he's, he's going to save you from yourself. No. no, it's not sexy at all, is it, nah. really? Nah, so, right, hold on, right, so... So firemen are sexy. So firemen to women... Doctors... Fine. Aren't sexy? Well, if you get if you get hailed off a woman doctor, I find that quite sexy. You know. Well, what? I do. It's like if she puts cream on you. But if she's like, lan- oh, if Jesus, she's lancing yeah. a boil, that's not sexy. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. She's saved me from pain. The pain's gone away. I'm I'm fixed. This woman's done it. Sexy. She is sexy. Oh, no okay. what. Okay. Uh, what are the profession? Like a soldier? Is that sexy? The forces, you mean like as a broad statement, like the army, navy, yeah, air so force. The forces is that sexy? I think so. Pilots, 
you know, commercial pilots. Top Gun. Commercial pilot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Commercial pilot. They seem to get away with all sorts, don't they? Well, why is that sexy? They're just basically a bus driver without, like... Wait, what? Without with, a bus? With more of, like, a... You know, like gravity playing less of a part in in what they're. I think it's <laughs> the it's, it's the voice over the over the like the you know. Hello, it's your captain speaking. It's uh, we are travelling at thirty five thousand feet. Uh, the weather <laughs> and your destination is twenty one degrees. Uh, uh, I hope you have a lovely flight. You know, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hope this, you. I hope you have a lovely flight. You know, thank you. you see, <laughs> <laughs> Wilson, there's, there's no the, the, way, there's the no female, way female passengers all around the world listen to this podcast now. are just like cream, melted on the seat, cr- cream in themselves. They're asking to like upgrade the seats because they've left a puddle underneath. Obviously, I'm not qualified to be a pilot, but yeah, the, 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 the bigness, calm, and voice over the cabin, don't they? You know what I mean? Like everybody, even this is a bit of, and we'll find a bit of turbulence. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll just uh, rise to five and the feet, and the, the turbulence will be gone. We'll, we'll, everything will be fine. So you know that. So that's sexy, right? Imagine if your bus driver did that. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, I'm going down the high street. I'm about to take a left turn. I'm slowing down to twenty five because this is a school zone." You know what I mean? That's not, that's not sexy. <laughs> no, no, the bus driver is off the sexy profession list. I think the commercial. What about? Uh, Talking about planes. Mm. Fighter pilot. No. What else is on commercial planes? Hostesses. The hostess, you know, yeah, the flight air attendants. Hostess. Yeah, yeah, hostesses, the flight oh, attendants. Oh, is that, is it a flight attendant now? Every, every man on a, a flight, you know, on a flight has a, has a sly look, because it's like, mm. you have a look at the flight attendants, don't you? I tell you what, um, I was on, I think, uh, it was a flight back from Japan, and um, I would say... On ninety percent of flights I've been on, um, the flight attendants were female. You know that that typical thing. But on this flight back from, um, it was Air France, and I can't remember we were coming going to Paris or um, from Paris. But uh, most of the staff were male on the flight, and I tell you what, that's some beautiful men on this flight. Like, you know, there was some uh-huh. real like French. Uh, st- studs on this flight like you know the oh my god they were doing the bit for equality like you know so they've like role reversed didn't they well yeah it was uh, so every woman every woman on that plane would have been looking at these guys going oh my god oh yeah well there was some real hot guys I want to join the mile high club with these fellas they're looking across at their like fellas just looking at them like my god you're you're a disgrace to the male you know, male oh, form. I mean, and then they were a, looking at these guys who were just Adonises. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, like, it's like, you know, the the man thing. You know, we're we used to, like, the, the, the stereotypical, like, air hostess. And, you know, it's been a thing for a long time. But, you know, they've turned it around and they're just, like, they're just hiring studs. Air France. If you're out there, ladies, Air France, you know. That's the way to go for women, is it? I mean. Do you think the, 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 the French want to populate the world in the air? So they're sending the best looking men. Up in the plains to you know inseminate well, different. Well, I think they're just there to make sure you're in the right seat. Really, I don't think they were having sex with people in the car. Yeah, don't be fooled that man. Them randy bastards, man with a French accent. I mean, I was tempted, like, but you know <laughs> did you, that was how, that's, that was how did good looking. You, did you alas like put get yourself back down in that that's seat? How, that's how good looking these guys Bloody were. Hell. But 
I was on this flight and uh, you know how bad airline food is. And you imagine... Did you just get an onion? Can you imagine like how bad airline... That's terribly, that's terribly like... Can you imagine how, how bad like airline French food is? So I'm glad the guys, you know, the, the guys were good looking. I mean, um, I, I sat there and uh, you know how you've got your... In, in front of you, you've got your in-screen, uh, in-flight entertainment. And you've got like a little flap you can fold down to put your mail on. Yeah, your little tray, your so, little table, yeah. You know, I was waiting for the mail and I, I folded the flap down. And then this like really studly guy came over, and he uh, he, he put down the, the the microwave like tray thing in front of us, and I looked down it, and I think it was like a horse's uh, scrotum, and I just looked up at him and I said, <laughs> I said, ooh la la, <laughs> oh dear, dear dear, just oh, do you know I've just got this mental image of that, just like. Uh, would you like did they not give you a choice they normally give you a choice well they did it was either a horse's scrotum or a, um, a frog's mind right so you went for the the, the sack I did yeah so a big studly guy I think I think a male air flight attendant is the sexiest profession like I'll tell you what I've been there man they really there. yeah I'll, I'll tell you what I'm gonna go for that because they've just got the choice in there just imagine if they were going for like, you know, uh, they're on a flight that's like to a beach or some party thing, and it's full of blooming women. Yeah. And these these guys have just got it. They've got they can do anything they want. You after know, that. you're just combining two of those things we've discussed: power and um, like sexiness. So the French. I was looking at this guy thinking, I wish I was as suave as him, and as good looking. Listen, man, John, you're a good looking guy. Ooh, la, 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 la. How would you maintain a love life during a zombie apocalypse? <laughs> How would you maintain? See, you're, I'm talking about sex. You, right? launch, you launch straight into sex there, but that actually yeah. says a love life. You know, like isn't go, that love? Go to the shops together. Isn't quickie, just love. Browsing, isn't... browsing, being cute for new tiles and stuff. A zombie apocalypse. Uh, so you, you, you're in a shop. This is like The Walking Dead. A lot of people they would have watched The Walking Dead series. Yeah. And uh, uh, love life is very, very hard because you're you're in survival mode continually. You know what I mean. You're in survival mode all mm. the time, and you've got to be aware of them just creeping up on you. They're very silent. So, like whether you've put the bin out or something, doesn't have like a big of, you're, of you're, effect. You're, but you're on the road. You can't be in your house. You have to be on the road all the time. So, you know, because your house is going to be overrun. So you're on the road. So I'm maybe, just saying, like, what do you want for your take tonight? And you're saying, well, to be honest with you, I don't like, anything. Just uh, you know, I want, I want physical attention for me tea. But how would you even like? Um, would would you live as man and wife in a semi-detached house? No, your house would be overrun by the zombie. So you'd have to keep, like, fleeing yourself. I think what we'd have to have is, like, some sort of camping table and chairs so to have the romantic meal. Once you've got a few miles away from the zombies, to put the camping table out, get the chairs out, get the candles out, you know, have a quick meal, you know. Everything's got to be quick, hasn't it? You know what I mean? That would, that's how right. you would... It's, do you know what it sounds like? It sounds like um, a love life... Would be just as boring during a zombie apocalypse as it would be during like normal circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you should it's talk about thing. how. I think you should go from your angle of like, like a like a like a sex sex life during a zombie apocalypse. It's just gotta be quick. 
Just kind of, just dumb, bish, bash, bosh. So, so your missus is dead you'd, horny. You'd be out on the road. You, you've, you've come back, you've got to hunt for food, right? You've, you've killed a fucking squirrel, you come back, you're tired, you're knackered, right? Your wife's come back. You, your wife? Co- you know, you, you know, <laughs> your wife's come back after killing the squirrel. <laughs> you know, you send them out to hunt like lions, don't you? You know what I mean? You're the, you're the pride, you're the, you're the, yeah. you're the master of the pride. And uh, so she comes back with a couple of squirrels and obviously killing flesh is made a very very horny and you're like oh, God, I'm just tired uh, unfortunately I think it's just a rape scenario isn't it <laughs> you know you know for, I'm, I'm talking about men and women you know what I mean there's no time to mess about here you know what I mean I mean you're walking oh along you've got your hands over your face John but this is a this is, this is a zombie apocalypse you know, there's no nicer days in life anymore. So I'm a bloke walking along, and I've got like I've been taken down by some fucking ravenous woman, and I've been done. Mm. I'm not happy about it, but there's no legal eagles around to help us out. Does that? I've just got to take it on the chin. No, like representatives. No, this this is this is the way of the world in the zombie apocalypse. What are you gonna do? Um. You know, I mean. Unfortunately, it's a, it's a nasty, it will be a nasty, nasty world out there. I guess you're right, like, uh, you know, the question's a bit daft, really. I suppose that that is the point of the question, though. Like, if you maintain the love life, you know, you're, you're maintaining consent there, really. I'm not talking about, like, how would you rape someone in a zombie <coughs> apocalypse, because that's perfectly simple, isn't it? You just would. <laughs> I'm talking about a love life, you know, dating. Oh, dating, right. You know, yeah. like, going on the pole. I mean, you can't stray beyond the perimeter of the settlement, but that doesn't mean you can't, like, put something nice on and go down for a couple of drinks. You mean it's a matter of scale, isn't it? It's a matter of, it's yeah, like a matter of scale. Yeah, so. so There's only four of you there, but, like, you know, you may, as well, got it, you may you, as well try. <laughs> there's only, so it's like a big... Yeah, there's you and three other blocks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all love each other in the end. Do you think you can get a sexy zombie, which is, like, She's only like freshly turned. I'm not going there, man. That is just not. <laughs> just trying to open oh, your God, options up a bit. <laughs> you think it's like, wait, well, she's only been turned for like two minutes. It's going to be warm and everything, man. Yeah. No, we're not going there, John. That's just bad. That's just bad. What was the bloody question? I didn't know what the question How would you maintain a love life during a zombie apocalypse? You can't. That's it. You can't. I'm going to stop this I one down. Now. Yeah, I don't know if you. Yeah. You can't. I don't know if it's survival. There must be a way, man. It's just survival all the way. Say how how you would know. you forward how, how would you forward the human population once you've got rid of the zombie problem? If you you know in, in the midst, you still need to like. It's a natural human urge, isn't it? It's not something you can just switch off. Right, all the zombies are gone. Everybody's just, just like I don't know, fifty thousand people around the world scattered everywhere, uh, and you're on your own and you're walking about and you bump into a female. The zombies are gone. They've all been, you know... It's the, well, the that's simple. Else. What's the threat if there's no zombies? Right, they're all gone, right? So now we'll have to, like, repopulate the world. I, I would just have sex with the woman. I think that would be a good place what to start. You, what if she doesn't have to have sex with you? But it's need, you need to repopulate the world. She goes, I'm sorry, you're just not me type. But you've walked and she's walked for like three or four weeks to meet a get so, other human or other. So you're know. saying how would you repopulate the world after after the, the in the aftermath, aftermath in the aftermath of a yeah. zombie apocalypse? Um, 
Well, I guess I guess there's some sense to your question because I think during during a zombie apocalypse, unless you did you had a secure zone, it would be quite hard to go dating. There's no secure zone. Be quite hard to go dating, but afterwards, eh? I mean, I mean, you've just got to drop your um, expectations a little bit. Like, I mean, you might be actually in a decent position after a zombie apocalypse is over. You might find yourself like top of the tree <laughs> you know what i mean i mean i'm a, it's all it's all like uh when you go when you boil down to it like what in the olden days was all to do with size and power and strength and everything the the yeah. sex appeal for women like it's like he, he will bear me strong children you know mm. so if i if i survive you know if there was a choice of me and you in the room and a woman was walking along and there was me and you there I'm sorry, mate. You're gonna lose out to this one, mate. You know what I mean? I think I think they would look at you and think, you know, it's not medieval times anymore. But I think they would look at you and think, well, if I went with him, if he died, at least I'd have plenty of fat to make candles with. But on the other hand, if she did choose, you know, you, um, she wouldn't have to, you know, lie in bed very long, you know, to be satisfied, you know. Um, I'm like kind of big and open, aren't I? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were saying like me. I'm like I, saying I, I, you're I never, very, very quick at uh, making a woman orgasm. I, did, I, I, I like, didn't uh, really want you to bring me premature orgasms up on 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 the mic, but yeah, uh, we've seen it, man. <laughs> we've all seen it. <laughs> we've all seen it. Everybody's seen it. Oh my god! If it's not doing that, you're screaming and <laughs> you're screaming on the floor. <laughs> Well, that's the that's when I pass through the age barrier. You say, you know, it's like when you hit like um, the speed of sound. I just hit the next year, and I just, <laughs> just take, uh, yeah, <laughs> take a possession. Well, what's that? I can hear acoustic guitar. I love that acoustic guitar. Wow, it's that's a nice calming sound, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Wow, that 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 would get you through a zombie apocalypse, wouldn't it? Yeah, sweet, sweet good girl. Oh, well, it was lovely to talk to you. A pleasure as always. I'll um, probably talk to you next time. Yeah, goodbye everybody.